Welcome to Create Lounge, an inviting space for intimate conversations with fierce creatives. We value your voice, so we've created this podcast to help creatives like you share your story with a community who deeply cares about who you are and what you create. I'm Kayla of KaylaHollitz.com, a community and brand coach, a poet, and a passion project enthusiast. I created Create Lounge to connect with fellow creatives and encourage them to embrace the multitude of their creativity. Creative living starts here. Won't you join us? Today we will be chatting with Kara Benz, the writer and artist behind BohoBerry.com. We're so excited to have her here with us on the show today. So hello, Kara. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Kayla. I am so, so excited to be here. I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am. (laughs) I am just as excited, if not more excited, (laughs) to have you here because you are just like the bullet journal queen in my mind. You have just like revolutionized the community and also like a huge part of my creative process. So I knew I had to have you on to talk more about journaling because no one knows it better than you. Oh, thank you so much. That's very sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. So how about before we really get started, you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, well, I actually, I started Boho Berry as a jewelry shop on Etsy, believe it or not. And I started making these kind of boho style bracelets and that's where the boho name came from. Um, but then I started I started blogging for my shop and I started kind of talking about things that interested me like personal development and productivity and organization. And then I discovered bullet journaling and I started blogging about that as well. And it kind of evolved into its own thing. And now my blog is all about personal development, productivity, and the bullet journal. And um, from that, I actually started a new Etsy shop, which is all planner stickers and um, coloring stickers and things like that. So it's been kind of a wild ride, but I'm so happy to be on it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is so amazing. So I would love to know, I mean, I just love the name Boho Berry. It is so fun. (laughs) So is there kind of a story behind why you chose it? Yeah, it's funny. Um, Like I said, with the jewelry, I was doing kind of boho style wrap bracelets. So I knew I wanted the boho to be in there. And (laughs) I was actually brainstorming different, um, different words that would go with it to kind of create a shop name and I was writing down different B words because I like I always like alliteration for some reason it <laughs> yes. kind of clicks in my brain so <laughs> so I was writing down all these words and my daughter was sitting there with me actually and I was going through all these different words and she was like oh my gosh mom that's it berry boho berry and I was like yes <laughs> let's do it so <laughs> there's really no like deep internal meaning to it or anything but that's how it came about and it just kind of stuck so <laughs> I love that it came from your daughter, though. Like, that's like the best affirmation ever. (laughs) Absolutely. I was like, okay, that's it. Let's do it. (laughs) So what really inspired you to start Boho Berry? I know you said that you focus a lot on the personal development, but how did you kind of also weave in the bullet journaling over time? You know, it's funny because a lot of bullet journal bloggers and everything out there are all about um, the productivity and Mm. organization, getting your life organized. And absolutely nothing wrong with that. I do the same. Um, But for me, I've kind of been on my own personal development journey for a while now. And 
there's something about reading all these personal development books and trying to grow myself as a person in order to be able to help others grow themselves. Um, it kind of just blends together perfectly, if you ask me. So um, a lot of my personal development posts also have an aspect of bullet journaling kind of wrapped into them. So I'm like, okay, this is the book I read. This is how I'm implementing it. This is what I'm doing in my bullet journal to stay on track and things like that. So to me, it's just a perfect marriage of personal development and productivity. Oh, I love it. And kind of in talking about the blend, how have you blended both of your passions for writing and, you know, being an artist yourself? Yeah, <laughs> I always giggle a little bit when people call me an artist, and I guess I really am, but for the longest time, I really didn't think I was. Mm. Um, I would have told you that I couldn't draw a stick figure. Um, I really just kind of started with drawing mandalas, oh, yeah. and I really got really into those, and something happened when I started drawing mandalas that just kind of unleashed my creativity. and. Having that in the bullet journal is really what keeps me using my bullet journal and keeps me organized mm. because I can go in there and I can organize a little bit and then I can also be a little bit creative. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of my zen space, but at the same time, it's what keeps me on top of life, I guess. <laughs> so, so it's kind of funny, like blending the two. It, again, it's like a perfect marriage mm -hmm. of, you know, I can be creative, I can be organized, I can you know, develop myself as a person, as a mom, as a wife, and at the same time, help so many others do the same. It's just, I'm so blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I just so love blessed. it too, because like you're saying, you really made room for self-expression. And for you, it was through the mandalas and, and drawing those. And you are absolutely amazing at them. It's insane. <laughs> um, and I'll definitely link to a few of uh, your examples too in the show notes so everybody can see what we're talking about. But I just love how you've really used the bullet journal system, which is, you know, originally, you know, just the kind of bare bones organization system. And you've made yes. it like a work of art. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And it's funny because I kind of fluctuate too. Like I'll have some months where I'm super creative, you know, I make these elaborate borders and all mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. And then I'll have other months where I'm just like, I just need to get stuff done. And my bullet journal is very minimalist. It's a lot of black and white, not a whole lot of um, frills going on. So it's, it's funny, like I kind of fluctuate in that aspect. But I do, I do like to make it a work of art, as you say, like, that's kind of what inspires me to keep coming back to it and keep organized. Absolutely. So let's kind of take a little bit of a step back and even talk about what in the world bullet journaling even is for some <laughs> people who may be listening and aren't exactly sure uh, what it is. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. Um, what I always tell people first and foremost is head to bulletjournal.com because that mm -hmm. will give you the absolute bare bones of the system. And a bullet journal is basically a, it's a way to rapid log your tasks, your um, notes, anything that you would normally write down on random pieces of paper all over your house. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> that, was, that was me, yeah. Um, anything you would write down all over the place, think about just combining it all into one notebook. You have one place where you can go to write everything down. And then it's all indexed in the front of the notebook. So you can say, you know, these are my notes from my meetings. These are my notes from class. This is 
these are my goals for the year. And you have it all indexed in the front so that whenever you're looking for a certain item, you can just go to that index, easily flip to that page instead of having just sprawling sticky notes and sheets of paper and stuff all over the place. The post-it note craze is like so real for me. So I feel like <laughs> once I kind of tried to start a bullet journal, it also helped me in setting goals too. I know there's a certain way that they like to set up kind of like the monthly and the weekly goals and then, you know, breaking it down into the daily tasks. And I felt like that was really helpful. Absolutely. And what's great about the bullet journal is you can kind of set up collections for different like project planning mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's great because like I'll, for example, I'll go and create a new project planning page in my bullet journal and I'll just kind of brainstorm and mind map like everything that's involved with that project. Mm-hmm. And then I have that all on one page. And then what's great is when I'm setting up my daily to-do list, I can look back at that project page and kind of pull tasks from that. So I always know I'm working towards my project or towards my end goal, which is amazing. I love it. Yes. So I'd love to know, were there any other kind of journaling techniques that you were using before bullet journaling? And if so, like, what was it specifically about bullet journaling where you were like, yes, like I have to keep doing this? Yeah. You know, for me, I'm, I've always been addicted to stationery and office supplies Mm -hmm. and planners. Um, (laughs) I've always been into that. I remember back to school was always my favorite time of the year because I got to go shopping for new office supplies. Um, (laughs) But I've used so many different planner systems. And my problem was always that they they were already laid out for me. Mm -hmm. And with the bullet journal, you have the freedom to lay it out however you like. And what's great is the following week, if something didn't work for you, you can change it, you can set it up differently and keep tweaking it along the way. Whereas with those pre-printed planners, you know, I'd buy one, I'd use it for a little bit, and then something wouldn't be working for me. It would cause me to fall off, get all disorganized, and then it would just sit in the corner of my office and not get used anymore. Mm -hmm. So with the bullet journal, I mean, I've totally been able to stick with it because I'm able to tweak it along the way. And that flexibility, I think, is what really, really sells the bullet journal system. Absolutely. I also love that you don't necessarily have to get a specific kind of journal or a specific set of tools. I mean, you can really start with just a simple notebook. Um, Of course, there are like more dreamy tools (laughs) and (laughs) like planners that you can work towards. Um, But it really is just to the bare bones, a system that you can just try out at first to see if it's right for you. But I love how you've made it, you know, again, like that art form that you can keep coming back Mm -hmm. to. And I also really like about the bullet journaling system is that it is, like you said, so flexible because I'm somebody where in my creative process, I like a little bit of structure, but I need things to be a little bit more loose than probably the average creative because yeah, I need some flexibility in my everyday. Yeah, I mean, especially in our industry, things change on a daily basis, even on an hourly basis for Mm -hmm. us. So I mean, it's so helpful to have a flexible system that can work with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So are there certain things about this system, um, you know, maybe certain ways that either they put the tasks together or is there anything about the system specifically that you really enjoy? You know, in addition to the flexibility, Mm -hmm. which is my top, top thing always, I love my daily to-do list Mm -hmm. and my daily task list. And the way that works for me and being able to... what I do is I actually sit down the night before to plan out my following day. Mm. 
and I'll kind of look back and see what events do I have coming up? Do I have any appointments? I'll write those at the top. And then I just list out every single task that I can think of that I need to get done the next day. And what's great is it's kind of, it's kind of like a perpetual to-do list. So if I don't get something done that day, the very next day I can look up and see, okay, I still have unfinished tasks from mm-hmm. yesterday. So that's going to be added to my to-do list. And then once I flip a page, I'll go ahead and migrate anything that's unfinished on those couple of pages before I'll migrate those over. So to me, just having that constant migration, it's almost like all of my unfinished tasks are constantly at the top of my mind. So I know exactly where I need to be spending my time and exactly what I need to be doing. So that's huge for me. Yeah, and I really enjoy that as well because I am one of those person that unfortunately I can start to get like an overflowing to-do list very quickly (laughs) where I have too (laughs) many tasks on there and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, what do I do with all of these tasks that I didn't get to today? So yeah, I really like how the bullet journaling system allows you to move over those tasks and also not make you feel so guilty that you had to get to other tasks, like you said, that may come up just during the day that you have to get to first. Yeah, exactly. And I think as a creative business owner, I mean, there's so much that comes up and so much that you have to shift around on a daily basis. It's nice to have that flexibility to just be able to say, okay, these are my priorities for today. I'm going to get these done. Everything else, you know, can wait Mm -hmm. until tomorrow if it needs to. It's, It's such a relief to know that you know, you don't have to guilt trip yourself over not getting things done. There's always tomorrow. You will get them done. You did as much as you could today. You should feel proud of that. Absolutely. You know? So I'm actually really curious to know how much time you kind of spend on your bullet journal and if that time has changed the more that you've gotten into it. But I think that's kind of a big question on a lot of people's minds when they're thinking about journaling is that they want to create a journal that looks and feels great to them, but they may be a little bit worried about the time too. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And that's one of the top questions I actually get over on my YouTube channel. It's funny. People are like, oh, it's so beautiful, but I would never have the time to do Mm. that. And For me, I really don't spend that much time in my bullet journal. I do, like I said, my nightly planning routine about half an hour before bed. I usually go through and plan out my next day. Takes me about 30 minutes Mm -hmm. altogether. Um, And then at the end of the week on Sunday, I set up my weekly spread for the next week so that I know what all of my appointments and events and things coming up for the next week are. And that normally I would say takes me about 30, 45 minutes, depending on how elaborate I want to get. And then besides that, I really don't spend a whole lot of time in my bullet journal unless there's a specific collection that I want to set up. Like if I'm doing, if I'm planning for a project, doing some brainstorming, things along those lines. Mm -hmm. And, and then there's those times where, you know, it's a Sunday afternoon and I'm sitting there watching Netflix and I just want to doodle for a little bit. And then, yeah, I might spend an hour or two in my bullet journal kind of going back and making things pretty. But on a day-to-day basis and within my work day itself, I really don't spend a whole lot of time in my journal other than just looking at my task list and seeing what needs to get done. Mm -hmm. And what I love that you talked about too is you've kind of worked in your bullet journal to fit in with your kind of daily and weekly routines. And what I'm hearing it too, like if you're only spending 30 minutes on kind of like figuring out what the next day is going to look like, you're possibly even saving yourself more time the next day because you don't have to worry about, you know, like what tasks are going to make it onto the to-do list. And you could actually be more productive (laughs) because of that. 
Absolutely. And that's why I always recommend planning the night before. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, you wake up in the morning and your mind's not all there yet. I mean, I've got to have my couple cup of, ah, I've got to have my couple (laughs) cups of coffee. Um, But, you know, your mind's not there yet. It's hard for your mind to wrap around, like, what do I need to get done today? It's so helpful to wake up and already have that list ready. And of course, there'll be times where you need to add things or scratch things off that are not relevant anymore Mm -hmm. or things come up that, you know, are going to take priority. And you kind of roll with the punches there. But when you wake up in the morning and you have that fresh list and you don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, what do I need to do today? It's such a relief and it helps you just start off you know, on the right foot every morning. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I need to get so much better at that. (laughs) As I'm sure many people listening are like, oh, that actually sounds like a really good idea. But I am, (laughs) I am super into nightly routines. Um, I have a little bit harder time with morning routines since I'm not a total morning person, but I love this idea of, yeah, just planning it out the night before, because really that small amount of time that you take every night to plan things out, you're going to wake up feeling so much better. Um, And I think also a lot better about tackling the next day too. Yeah. And the thing is, when you wake up in the morning, if you don't have a list of what you need to get done, your brain starts going a little haywire and you're just like, (laughs) oh my gosh, like what actually takes priority right now? What do I actually need to be doing? And you end up kind of hopping around from task to task while at the same time, not really getting anything done. Absolutely. (laughs) So for me, having that plan Even if I don't end up following it, having that plan really helps to ease my mind and get me kind of in a better productive zone in the morning. Absolutely. It at least helps you to add in a little bit more intention, right? Which we can all use a whole lot more of. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think intention is the key there because I can't tell you how many days I've had, you know, a task list of, you know, eight, nine, ten items. And at the end of the day, I look at it and I'm like, I only did two of these things. (laughs) But... (laughs) But I had the best intentions and I did move forward towards my goals a little bit. It was just, you know, sometimes, like I said, things happen. And it's not that I only did two things and did nothing else. It's that Mm -hmm. things came up and I had to, you know, kind of steer the ship a little bit and go around the rough waters, so to speak. And, you know, you like I said, roll with the punches. Yes, absolutely. And I think without systems like this, I think it can be easy again to have to-do lists that either are super overflowing where you feel like you got nothing done or you Mm -hmm. feel like you almost underestimated yourself because you got done with your stuff super fast. So I feel like being able to look back and kind of like thumb through all of the different tasks that you've gotten through and then kind of finding, yeah, like what that specific productive workflow looks like for you, I think it can help you also in setting a little bit better expectations for yourself too. Absolutely. I can't agree more with that. Um, (laughs) I I can't tell you how many times I've flipped back and looked through, you know, I'll even go through, I'm kind of a data nerd on some things. So I'll go through and be like, okay, in the past, like two months worth of Fridays, how productive was I? How many things did I get done? And then I'll be like, okay, well, Fridays aren't a very productive day for me because it's the end of the week. You know, my friends are starting to get off work. I can go out and have fun. And I just don't feel like doing a whole lot on Mm -hmm. Fridays. So now on Fridays, I don't schedule myself a whole lot of tasks because I know based on my history in my bullet journal that I don't. I just don't have the gumption to get a whole lot done on Fridays. (laughs) So it's so nice to have that record to look back on and kind of see, you know? Yeah, it's almost kind of like getting an inside look into your mind, but it's so much easier because it's on the page already. (laughs) 
Exactly. I love it. Love it. So kind of in the goal setting part, of course, in bullet journaling, how has this specific system changed the way that you have been able to kind of set your goals and intentions, whether that's, you know, the weekly goals, the monthly goals, maybe even yearly goals too? Yeah, so much. And honestly, just having a place where I can keep track and I can have my goals laid out in front of me and I refer back to them. I do... I do a weekly review where I just kind of flip back and kind of see how I'm doing in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the month, I actually sit down and do a major review. And I think about, you know, what's working for me, what's not, how am I progressing towards my goals? And I'm always able to look back towards those pages where I laid out my goals, my you know, my baby steps to get to each one. And I can kind of track my progress that way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing with goal setting for me is I never had problems setting goals in the past. It was always the follow through (laughs) and the kind of seeing where you're at and your progress and reviewing on a regular basis is huge, huge, huge. And that's Mm -hmm. something that the bullet journal has absolutely helped me to be more on top of. Yeah. I feel like with goals, you really have to have them kind of in front of you in order to get anywhere. Cause it can be so easy to just set a goal, you know, at the beginning of the month and let the daily tasks kind of take over and Till you're at the end of the month and you're thinking, huh, like, oh, wasn't that great that I was going to do that <laughs> big thing that I never got to? <laughs> yes. And I'm not going to lie. I still have months where I look back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't do anything that I planned <laughs> to do this month. Um, but I know that. I know yes. that throughout the month because I'm constantly looking back. And again, things come up. Priorities change. And you know, when I get to the end of the month, I'm not shocked by the fact that I didn't get anything done. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, well, you know, life happened this month and I knew this was coming. So let's just reassess, set some new goals. Sometimes I'll be a little easier on myself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll push myself a little bit harder. Um, But yeah, I think that review process is what really kind of clicks it all together. Yes. And I love the awareness, like you're saying, that really comes from just putting everything together in the bullet journal because, yeah, you're able to flip back through and see all the different things that you've been planning and then also all the things that you got done and kind of compare the two. (laughs) Yes, that's another huge thing. And especially with those days where you have, you know, a long task list and you don't get much done, I'll totally go back in and write out tasks that I did finish Mm -hmm. and cross them off. Which, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I want to be able to look back and see, I mean, it almost sounds silly. Like, why would I create a task list for, you know, something that I've already done just to mark it off? But the idea for me is I can flip back and actually see what I accomplished. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I didn't go back and write those in after the fact, you know, I'd look back at that day and be like, wow, I didn't do anything. (laughs) It's never the case. Yes. I'm always so busy, but, you know, it helps me to kind of feel better about, yeah, I didn't get those things done, but these are the things that I did instead. Yes. And let's be honest, like I do that in my to-do list all the time just because I love the way (laughs) it feels to cross something off. So I'm like, well, if it didn't make it on the first list, uh, might as well add it now. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. So I also love, you know, with Planning goals, of course, for our businesses, this also helps you with planning more of those personal goals too. And one of the activities that I love that you do is what you call the level 10 life. So I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about what this is, kind of how it came about for you and how it's helped you improve kind of your goal setting too. 
Yes. The level 10 life is actually something that I got from a book that I read. It's called The Miracle Morning Mm -hmm. by Hal Elrod. And in it, he talks about your level 10 life. And the idea is that you can kind of divide your life up into 10 different areas. Um, Off the top of my head, I'm going to say friends and family, uh, your relationships, your career, your finances. There's several more. Mm -hmm. But The idea is you kind of take a look at each one of those areas of your life and you rank yourself on a level of one to 10. How satisfied are you? And it's funny when you do this exercise for the first time, you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, like I only rated myself a three in, you know, home environment. Mm. Like I really need, I need to do something about, you know, improving my environment. And from there, you know, I always look at it and whatever areas I'm lowest in, I'll set some goals. I'll be like, okay, like I really want to level up in this certain area. So I'll set some goals and kind of keep those front and center for the next few weeks, months, whatever it may be to try to improve those areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the ultimate goal, which I think is probably unachievable, is to be at level 10 in all 10 areas of your life. But I think that constant progress mm-hmm. of working working towards improving yourself and improving your environment, improving your relationships, I think just the act of working towards those things constantly, whether you ever get to a level 10 or not, I think that is where the real change is happening. And it's amazing. I love it so much. Absolutely. And what I really love about the level 10 life too and how you set it up is, yeah, of course, with the, with the goal setting and then you're able to kind of take those small steps towards a more level 10 life. But what I also love about it is that it really allows you to be able to see and break down the different parts of your life rather than just work and lifestyle. Because I think so many times, you know, as business owners, we hear that everything comes down to kind of just those two umbrellas. And there's Mm -hmm. so much more to your life than just those two things. So I know when I first did this activity, it was great for me because there was a specific area, which was the fun and recreation, where I actually mm-hmm. rated myself a two. I was, and yeah. it's just, it's so funny to look at it. And it's almost like, you know, seeing it on the page, you can't fake it. And so I was like, You really wow. can't. And, and it really hits you when you're like, wow, like a two out of a 10. Yeah. Like, and I've, I've had areas like that where I was like, oh my gosh, like that's bad. Like I need to do something about I know. This. I'm like, my gosh, I need to like have a game night or do bowling or something because this cannot like keep up if I'm at a two for fun and recreation. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing too, is if one of those areas is that low, like it's dragging everything else down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think having all of them kind of firing on all cylinders, so to speak, is so helpful towards just your overall attitude and perspective. And then you end up being more productive in business because you're having more fun on Mm -hmm. the side, you know, like it's, It's funny how they all kind of work together and feed off of each other, too. Absolutely. And I think what's really great, too, is, again, you can't run away from, like, what is on the page. And I think being able to just see it really helps you in, you know, like, I think it's a great thing to do every month. That's what I've been doing because then, Mm -hmm. it yeah, it helps me track and get closer to the level 10 life. And, of course, there are certain months where I'll, I'll go down and then it'll fluctuate and go back up and that sort of thing. But just to be able to see your journey in that kind of a way, I think can be really powerful. Yep. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) So kind of in wrapping up this awesome episode, I would love for you to kind of leave us with some of your best tips for people who are listening who kind of want to get started with bullet journaling. 
Yeah, I think the number one tip is start simple. Mm. Um, you know, you can use any notebook, any pen. You don't have to wait until you can afford the pretty supplies, although they're nice. <laughs> yes. Um, start with whatever you have. If all you have is scrap paper laying around the house, try it out. Try out the system. Try out, you know, creating your daily task list the way it describes. And just kind of see how that feels. And then the other biggest thing is I like to tell people to pre-plan, which sounds a little funny, like you're planning before you're planning. Um, (laughs) But just sit down and make a list. What do you want your system to do for you? What do you need to track? What do you need um, what do you need to accomplish? What are your goals? What do you need to track your school schedule? Do you need to track your work schedule? Do you need to track your income? Do you want to set goals for your business? Do you want to set goals for your life in general? And just kind of brainstorm like anything you can think of that comes to mind, just write it down mm-hmm. and then try to look for common themes and kind of see, okay, like this is what I'm going to need within my bullet journal. I'm not going to need, I'm not going to need a weekly spread because, you know, I kind of do things on the fly every day, or I am going to need a weekly spread because I have so many events and appointments all the time that I need to keep track of. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the things that if you think about them beforehand, it's a lot easier to kind of dive in and not be as scared when you start. So absolutely. And I also love, again, that it has that flexibility where you can make it what you need. You don't have to just have the exact same, you know, uh, look and spread of somebody else's that you see even online or someone around you, too. You can make it what you need to make it. Exactly. And it's fine to get inspiration from Mm -hmm. other people. I mean, I still get inspiration from other people on a daily basis, but I think it's important to kind of Take that inspiration, think about what you really liked about that spread or that page or whatever it was, and try to adapt it to your specific needs. Mm -hmm. Because I think every single bullet journal is as unique as each and every one of us. I don't think there's going to be any two that, you know, use the same exact layouts, the same exact um, pages each month. Mm -hmm. You know, it's different for everybody, and it's all based on our own individual needs. So don't be afraid to do your own thing. Yes, know what works for you. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Kara, for sharing a little bit more about your story and also just all these amazing tips with bullet journaling. I'm sure a ton of people are grabbing notebooks right now and are like, okay, (laughs) I'm going to do this. (laughs) Yes, I hope they are. If you enjoyed this episode of the Create Lounge podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a rating and comment to let us know what you think. Want to be a part of our community? Sign up and join us at createlounge.com. We can't wait to meet you.